when we talk about manifesting, you said that it's one thing to manifest a good night, good night's sleep. It's harder to manifest a million. There's no difference. It's the same thing. We are the ones creating a big fuss about that because for us, it's a huge deal manifesting $1 million compared to manifesting a free cup of coffee, for example. We don't think too much about it. So there's no resistance. We have a returning guest today in John Mack, and we enjoy an hour's worth of discussion on manifestation, cell memory, fate, willpower, and forming habits. Heavy stuff. Certainly a niche discussion as far as what we do on Ecomonics, but I'm delighted to not only offer a great actionable advice on running a store, inspiring stories of success, but to dig all the way down into our psyche and understand our place in the universe. I understand not everyone is drawn to these discussions, but I am. So much so that even though I signed on to produce an e-commerce podcast, this line of dialogue made its way in anyways. Not something I saw coming. Or maybe I did. Sort of the point of this all. So have as open a mind as you can handle and give us the hour to pry it open a little bit more. It might do you some good. John Mack, welcome back to Ecomonics. A big, huge smile on my face today. For now, I still I have ten I have ten fingers, so for now I can keep track of how many people have been returning guests. You're returning guest number three, and it is uh, great to have you. It really means a lot to know that guests wants to come back, and I assume they're not being paid under the table to do so. So uh, <laughs> thank you for being here. How are you doing this uh, this fine evening in Chiang Mai? I am doing good. Yes, we uh, we are turning in from Thailand. Actually, it's nine p.m. Um, it's a good place to be. And um, yeah, thanks for having me on to talk to your tribe again. It's cool. We had a good talk last time. So yeah, we we, we did. And and so, so, so to our audience, um, maybe some of you have not listened to the previous uh, John Mike episode. So my standing rule is uh, go do that. I, I do not want to use up someone's time just to you know, cover uh, already covered territory. So I'll hold him for one second so you can pause this and go listen to it. Okay, great. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. All right, here we go. One of the concepts that um, stuck with me when we had our, our previous conversation was the concept of cell memory. And it got me thinking about what are some of the things that I'm doing that they might not necessarily yield a result in the immediate. They might not even yield a result in my life, but they might yield a result perhaps in a uh, future life. Now the audience understands where we're going with this episode. Uh, and, and the cell memory that I have been working on in particular is leadership. I, aside from Guild Wars 1, where I was, you know, I, a couple of video games where I took a, a clan leader position, I never really saw myself as the leader archetype. I saw myself as a support archetype, like Merlin and not King Arthur. But in the, in the position that I have with this company is the first time that I put into a leadership position in the, in the multimedia team lead. So it's a great deal of experience that I've been working into it, but it's hard for me to shift my mindset to that of a leader because A, I've been in the supporting role for so long and I do it well that it's incongruent with my consistent experience. So this is the result of the conversation that we had. Uh, is one of the things that really uh, stuck with me and something that I'm working on and continue to work on. And so, A, I'm, I'm happy to hear your thoughts on what I just shared, um, but I also would let, I'm curious about some of the progress that uh, you've been making with your cell memory training and perhaps is there something that you've been working on that you know won't yield a result in the immediate? There's a couple of things that came to my mind um, when you mentioned that this. The first thing is, of course, the, um, the topic of habits to create new habits. Um, I guess we know that now. 
and for people that you know uh, put their trust more into scientists with white coats that can document things it's good to know that they also understand how this works i think i think they say about 60 days that's what it takes to to try to you know uh, train in a new habit so one thing is habit the other thing is allow allowance what do you allow to you yourself to become because humans are I mean, we're living on a planet of limitations and fear. It's a, it's a prison planet, basically. So, you know, we're trained to be um, obedient and fit in and uh, not make too much fuss and noise. And depending on our background, of course. But allow yourself to be the king or the leader that you want and allow yourself to train it in by new habits. Those are the new things. Two things that, can, that comes to my mind, at least, on this topic, which can drastically change people. Yeah. Okay. That checks out. I, I think for me, the, the, the heart, the limiting factor has been the allowance because I guess, because I made peace with being in the, in the support role for so long and I, and I enjoy it. And I feel like I'm making a, a lot of impact. The idea of disallowing that when there's, when there's value there to allow for something that is not necessarily uh, my, my strong suit, at least not yet. Uh, has been some, somewhat difficult to reconcile in my mind. So I guess the way that I made peace with it was the idea that you know, I'm not, I'm not training this for myself for, for a day. And I did lose track of the 60 day thing, by the way, I know you mentioned that last time, but uh, I lost track of that. But I guess the idea of like, this is something that might come up through little by little could be in, in a year, could be in five years, could be in 10 years, but I do see it. The, I guess the allowance that I have given myself so far is that I do see it as something that will happen um, at some point. So there is an inevitability to it that I, that I have made peace with at least so far. So you kind of already feel it. Little by little, like, yeah, yeah, like I see where it's going. Yeah, that's cool. That's an indication that you're in the um, creation process right now because these are some of the things um, I have spent a shitload of time on this last the last months. You know, from my my story last time you and I talked, and and what happened last fall, and me getting into learning even more around the topic of manifesting. How the hell do we create our reality? How do we make things happen? How much control do we have? Uh, we could say that most people are living by default. You know, they uh, say thank you and accept whatever come in, comes in their face every day. They they wake up and, and walk out in the field. But, you know, we need to understand that we create our realities. And uh, it's a super hot topic on YouTube now. It's exploding everywhere. So that's what you're doing now. You're basically creating. You have already created it. So it's in the field. And it's in becoming. So now it's about allowing that to happen. And I know how it is with fear. And I think we will be stepping into the topic of, you know, for people like us running a business and, and what we can do. I can just mention this again as an example that, you know, with my background, I've talked to people that have told me, I am so surprised that you actually made it, Johnny. <laughs> or mm -hmm. I, can, I can't, I'm amazed that you still continue. And that's because people have a limited mindset. I come from a shitty background with a lot of crap happening, but and 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 it could easily, you know, pensed into a really negative outcome, like with my brother and my sister. But based on the mindset and what you accept and the standards you want to have for your life, anything can uh, the total opposite can happen. It's about manifesting, and that's what I've been spending a lot of time on lately. So it's what you're doing now. It's in the field. And that's why you feel that it's in, in the coming.
experience know it in a way. Manifesting is something that you know I I hear uh, once in a while, and uh, you know I, I'm uh, prior to uh, when even we had met. Uh, I'll tell you a, a, a brief story about a moment where I think I could have manifested something, but then I stopped at the last second. So my mother, I she was um, listening to this radio station here in here in Canada, like uh, 680 News or something like that, and I guess she had built up some some point system, either like a loyalty program or something like that. And she was going to cash in all her points to enter a lottery where she might've been able to take away like a huge sum of money, like a million dollars, like nothing to scoff at. And, and earlier on in that day, I was watching some YouTube videos because I just got into a manifestation at that time. And it says, you know, if you believe it and you manifest the money, it will come. Now, you know, it's it's one thing to like manifest, I don't know, something like a good night's sleep it's another thing to try to manifest a million dollars on the first go. So I was sitting there and I was convincing myself, you know, this money is coming. This money is coming. We're going to win this lottery. There was a direct connection to this thing. And then at that, maybe at the last second, before I was truly fully committed to it, I said, at least I think so. I mean, there's a good chance of it. And then, and then it's, and then we didn't win. I think what, where a, a lot of people are needs to understand the actual process here is that it's not magic per se. It's not like something that any, anybody can will anything into existence. There is a, there is a large amount of energy, but you know, the universe only has so much of it and it is trying to produce more, I suppose that's due to the constant expansion of the universe. So no, we can't just will a million dollars into existence. That's not how it works. But I would like to hear your um, point of view on how you feel it is working. And it sounds like that this is something that has really been um, top of your mind since the last time that we talked. Of course, there's a reason for that for my part, because I have my dreams too. And I'm kind of the, you know, stubborn mother bitches. I've called myself for years that never going to give up. I would never get, go back to a nine to five job. I know exactly what kind of lifestyle I want to have. Most likely the similar to your listeners want to have the freedom we have by doing our own business. Um, but also relationships, which is um, a big deal for me because it's hard to find someone on my level that I really want to spend time with. That was the episode last fall. Suddenly it was ditched one night and I want, but I still believe in my dream. And I caught what you said about what you have perceived and seen with your future to come. I have seen the same thing. And this is for everyone listening now, people will probably be on different levels of allowing spiritual insights or whatever they want to believe in. But I have, I have kept having future flashes of things to come. So crystal clear for so long, uh, years back, and they don't, they're not going away. It's insane. So, so that to me uh, just uh, indicates that it's already created, and we know now when we when we talk about manifesting, you said that it's one thing to manifest a good light, good night's sleep. It's harder to manifest a million. It's there's no difference. It's the same thing. There's no difference in manifesting a small thing as a big thing. We are the ones creating a big fuss about that because for us, it's a huge deal manifesting $1 million or whatever it would be, $1,000. We're creating a huge damn fuss about that. We start to doubt. It seems like a big thing compared to manifesting a free cup of coffee, for example. We don't, we don't think too much about it. So there's no resistance. 
we're not creating a big deal about it. So if people could just um, relax and trust in the process, trust in the universe and, and kind of allowing the new insights that are coming now, which is not new, it's ancient, ancient knowledge that's been around for every, you know, forever. Um, when it comes to even manifesting, how, I mean, what is manifesting? It's about creating with our minds, basically, our version of our reality. I guess um, I kind of dropped uh, out of the line a little bit, but I wanted to um, r- refer back to what you said. Um, there's no difference in manifesting a small thing compared to a big thing, but we create our own problems and doubt and fear in our minds, which creates blockages, basically. If I can continue uh, just a moment on the topic of manifesting, what I have discovered the last months have been pretty interesting and amazing. And yes, I am one of the rebels of the norms, like I talked about last time, that do not fit in the society's norms because I really want to understand what's happening behind the scenes uh, in our lives, in, in the universe. What do we actually know? Which have led me into this path, which probably is also the reason why I want to have my business and freedom and it's the reason why I do web design. The last months, I have discovered that Almost no matter where you go now to ancient knowledge, I've, I've re, uh, read uh, reference from the Bible. Um, I read the condensed version of the Hermetica from Egypt, from the pharaohs. Um, channeled information. Um, no, no matter where I go, I see the same information everywhere. What we think becomes. We all live in our own separate realities. Thoughts uh, are energies that form matter over time. One book I probably can recommend on this podcast, uh, which is not too spiritual, it's more metaphysical and scientific. It is from um, a Russian mystical, modern actually author called Vadim Silen. He's writing a book, he wrote a book called uh, Reality Transurfing. Some people may have heard about it. It's super popular in the States now. Um, It's kind of exploded everywhere. Um, I think it's from the 90s, it's pretty fresh. But it's so damn super intelligent written. And it's, he's, explain, he's a metaphysical scientist. And he's explaining how the field of infinite possibilities basically contain all that has been, all that ever will be, and, and the future, right? Which scientists finally start to understand. And um, that I wanted to tie that back into what you said again. That is the reason why you can feel it and see it now. Because it's already existing. It's been created in the field. And it is for us to now allow it into our reality. There's another element of this that I that I like to uh, bring into this because I'm uh, interested in hearing your take on the, I guess, the clash, or one might say a debate uh, between you know fate versus free will. So I've gone back and forth on this, and I've uh, and I've talked to um, some different people about it. I'm always been a, a big believer in balance in that. You know, you always have these uh, these these conflicts that are e- eternal, um, because you there's this consistent pattern in life where things tend to be not always, but tend to be broken down into a binary this or that. You have day, you have night, um, you have you have life, you have death, you have start and stop, just going uh, on and on and on. So, with free will and and fate or predestination, as something might want to call it, my thought process has been how to reconcile the two and to find a healthy relationship where both actually have some manner of agency. Because the the heavy predestination argument is that 
anytime somebody thinks they're exercising free will, that's just fate saying, yeah, he was going to do that. Yeah, he was going to do that too. Yeah, he was going to do that too. And free will ends up becoming this uh, illusory thing that gives us some peace. Whereas I, I've been looking at it as more like, you know, fate is, and it's, we, we, you know, we talk about these things that are manifesting in our future. Um, and, and I do strongly believe that a lot of what is happening is laid out before me because it's an experience that I'm meant to have. Um, so in that case, it's an ocean, but I still see free will as an island within an ocean that crops up. And, and I do believe it is possible for fate to recognize free will and say, okay, he wants to change the future. That's fine. I'm just going to rewrite it. It is not fated to happen. It's we we accept that somebody wants to change the future, so we are going to change it. And that was not predetermined. We're not seeing that far ahead because we just don't even care that much. So that's how I've tried to find a balance between the two. And I'm I'm curious to hear your take on it. Well, you're obviously a, a deep thinker. It's good questions. <laughs> yeah. And um, first of all, I, I want to say that um, let's not connect faith with uh, religion because it's one of the major um, nasty. Um, yeah, it might not have uh, come through. Uh, I, I, I mean, predestination. I was saying fate, F A T E. I mean, faith right. is, is a belief system. So yeah, I just uh, it's good that you brought that yeah. up. It's good to clear that up. Yeah, really good, cool. Because um, it has got nothing to do with what we're talking about. So, but faith is um, a super crucial component in the manifesting process. First of all. No matter what timeline you decide or the, fu the future you want to create, faith will always play a role. And you can read about that in the Bible, which, and, and I'm still not referring to religion. I'm referring to ancient texts and what's been said. And you can go other places and find the same information. And the reason is that faith is, the, what can we, we can, well, how can we call out? It's, it's a driving force that puts you in the absolute knowing that this is possible and this will happen. And that is such a strong, powerful force. It's got nothing to do with God or, or Jesus or uh, any um, divine entity. It's about your personal power. Think about kids, for example. They have such a strong faith sometimes in some things they have imagined. They just have no resistance that this is possible. And if we humans could trust in uh, the natural flow of the universe, that would be the faith that we would need to uh, to create. So to make changes, uh, you mentioned something that makes me think about uh, what maybe connected to what choice did we make before we come here? We talked, we touched on that last time, I think, mm. you know. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that as well. Uh, it was Chambers. Yeah, yeah. Mm, because, you know, I guess we can say we know now that we have, we have many lives. Mm. Um, a soul doesn't educate itself completely in one single lifetime. That's why we keep having memories from past lives and we can see the future. And that's because everything happens now in the ocean of infinite possibilities and multiple realities and timelines. All this sounds a little bit confusing, but the more I've been diving into this and really want to know it, it, it everything is making so much more sense and life starts to make sense. And I'm relaxed with everything that's unfolding. You know, sometimes we do come here. I mean, what you're doing now, Joseph, could have been part of your plan. You could say that each and everyone listening in today uh, may have decided to come in in this particular life with one specific theme or topic. It's like a red thread going through this life. There's certain things that's supposed to unfold, positive or negative, but we are able to rewrite the script. And one of the things I've um, 
done the last months with all my discoveries and, and diving into the topic of manifesting and testing things myself is the different manifesting techniques. Um, I wrote one thing that I can probably share with you guys today, but that's the story of scripting. It's rewriting both the past and scripting your future because you are the director. And that's what you, you have basically done yourself, Joseph. You have, you have basically mentally scripted your future. That's why you can say now that you can see what's coming. You have the faith and you know there's basically no resistance anymore for you to create that. I don't want to get too technical and metaphysical into the manifesting process today because we need to talk about the mindset shift, frequencies, parallel realities. And I can tell you guys listening today, and this is not a cool, magical thing just because it's exciting, but I've noticed so many reality shifts physically, emotionally, and, and yeah, maybe you can call it spiritually, but I, it's just a natural workings of the universe. But the last months, making my mind shifts like we talked about last time i can go out one day and something feels just different there's something happening that day that show me that what the hell this is not common i see a different pattern suddenly there's a human showing up that i thought i knew that is completely different i've had one single event here i'm pointing right now for what people watching the video on youtube i was sitting here a few months ago and I had to turn around to pick something up at this work desk and I leaned forward to grab my bag and it was like, <sighs> physically, I felt like sticking my head through a, an invisible wall and I got goosebumps. Super strange. I never had that before. And it can sound weird for some people, but the thing is that when you and I work on ourselves using our mindset, we are persistent. We, we decide to do this and only see the future we want. The frequency and energy signature of our bodies change so much that you're basically leveling, leveling up to a new timeline. A new timeline is created when the overall energy field of who you are becomes so different that you maintain it. It's a new version of you that's creating a new timeline. It's fascinating stuff. And I, and I appreciate that, you know, we don't want to... Uh, get uh, too too deep into this because it's not going to be resolved within an hour. Far from it. No, that's true. I would like to ask at least like, and and I feel bad about this because it's not the great. It's not. It's almost unfair to simplify, but I'm gonna have to try anyways. Which is. Um, what would be some of the practices or some of the techniques that somebody can start applying even um, as soon as they're done listening to this? Yeah, I would like to give people the, the free new guide that I wrote um, in three days. Um, it's called, uh, it's a concept I call filter and manifest. It's, it's pretty simple. If people do it, their life, their life is going to change dramatically. Um, I created a simple guide that's called uh, the reality shift template. And it is a template to shift realities because you're making such a profound shift. And it's pretty simple, basically. It's, uh, like I said, the concept is called filter and manifest. The first thing we need to do is to filter our reality, especially now, the last year. There's a lot of things happening that uh, we probably, it's not worth even mentioning here. But we can talk right. about that afterwards because there's there's some, there's some <laughs> yeah. terms that you brought up. I'm like, oh, he, I know what he knows. And we're going to talk about yeah, that yeah. after. Yeah. 
and uh, but that's too much for now but yeah. it's it's still important to mention because uh, my super quick take on this and the, the pitch is that uh, there is an agenda uh, and that I say that because I do more, more research than most people do. Most people's research is from the news. Then you get what you get. My reality is different. We need to filter our realities. So the first thing I tell people, stop watching the damn news. Unless you want to mindfuck every day, stop watching the news. Stop reading the newspapers. Number two, Filter your closest friends and families because not everybody is good for you in the new version that you are about to become. And not everybody's going to like the new improved version of you. Number three is to filter the food uh, you eat because you do become what you eat. So if you in general live on the typical American diet, that's pretty famous, I guess now, you're going to have, you're going to struggle to keep um, a clear mindset to make the positive changes in the first place. Number four is to filter places you hang out because um, every location, every space have an energy. So I remember when I started my freelance business that we were going to touch on is I every day I went out from my apartment at home in Norway and I went to nice coffee shops and sometimes even hotel lobbies just because the environment was positive and different. Um, and I'm very selective of the spaces I hang out. I go to places that feel good. I spend time with people that exist on my reality level that I can actually talk to in a, in a good way. I eat fairly healthy to keep my body clean. My body, uh, my, my stomach and my brain is connected. We know that now. Just what you eat can create depression. I'm intensely filtering the news. I left uh, Facebook last fall. I haven't been on since. When you have done all that filtering, you have cleaned out your energy field so much and created such a blank, nice white canvas that now we can start to manifest. Well, I just wanted to, to touch on, uh, sorry, I didn't um, mean to stop you, but uh, well, here we go. So I, I went to go visit my parents uh, not too long ago. And, and I, I was never really much one for, for watching the news just because I, I wasn't really one for watching much TV. Like once I stopped watching Saturday morning cartoons, TV had nothing for me. So... Um, news just didn't really uh, glom onto my radar, but it didn't occur to me just how poisonous it can really be to consume. Um, I, I, I sat there and and they and they go through like their opening stories, and it's just pure shock and awe, like flooding in Germany, um, uh, coronavirus updates. Um, it was like a star, a star football player footage of him trying to like break into his uh, his in laws house, and I will say as a football player, his charging technique on point. But and then, and then and then all of that and then and and then finally uh, a baseball player who made it into the major leagues and he surprises his father like 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 a nugget of positivity after this tidal wave of um, of, of scare uh, and 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 terror, and and I, and I and I looked at my dad and I'm like you know dad I think it'd be healthier if you just took up smoking. <laughs> And then you get to the commercials and they're trying to sell people on all of these, you know, uh, medications because they put people in that vulnerable state and they're more susceptible, I think, to looking for solutions to some kind of problem. So, and that's, and that was me just watching it for like, you know, like one day, just because I happened to be, you know, with my parents at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, um, and uh, I don't know, I, I hope most people will know now how scripted it is. It's insane. And when you start to backtrack and you discover the media companies and what they are and who they are, we have seen it. You can see how scripted they are. You can go to, 
you know, we have seen five different news channels saying the exact same thing. Yeah, you you probably saw the same video I did where they lined up about like 80 different news broadcasts and they all said the, the same thing at the same time. Yeah, it's, uh, and, and, and one of the things I, I appreciate about, you know, being in the e-commerce space is it encourages a lot of entrepreneurship, a lot of initiative and a lot of independence. And I think for that reason, it does seem to connect a lot more people who are more of the, the that, that mindset and more like, well, we're not watching the news, we're making the news. Yeah. That's true. And that's about creating our own reality. It's to excluding uh, stuff that's not fitting in the dream world that we want to have. So I just wanted to uh, you know, suggest a couple of techniques for manifesting because when we have drew out all the crap, we can start to create. I use meditation like you've done. You've, I visualize. I play out the same story and result over and over again in my mind every night, every night, because I need to change the subconscious mind. Uh, the second thing I want to mention that I have sometimes done scripting, and that's writing a short event, like in a diary, of what happened, but it's in the future. Okay. I, I just have a very a short, a small question about that one, which is, is this kept in a, so you say it's in a diary, right? So it's just kept in a paperback journal, and you just uh, pop out the pen and just write it down, and then you're you're looking in through it, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Because it becomes, um, you're in motion with it, you're interacting with it, and taking action. So you, you know, it's you're in the becoming, basically. Well, I, I could, uh, I, I, there's, there's so much of this that I, that I love hearing about, um, because I, it's just to, to me, it really is an honor and a privilege to be able to, yeah. I mean, I getting into this e-commerce podcast, like, oh, we're just talking about drop shipping and Facebook ads and stuff like that, and, and, and this is just the, the, the macro perspective of e-commerce, which is the argument that I made from the beginning, which is you have to have your mind right. If your mind is right, and then it will lead you to make. Um, uh, better decisions in your business. And so with that, we are going to jump into some of the business side. Um, we'll, uh, depending on how long I get to keep you for, maybe we'll, we'll come back to the uh, spiritual side to, to wrap this up. I'm going to start with uh, the first question that I had chambered, um, but you know, it's, 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 it's your realm, it's your expertise. And so I also encourage you to take us to the other aspects of your business you want us to know about so that we can better understand your relationship between um, the, the spiritual and what I can only, there's no terminology that quite, you know, encapsulates everything, but I'm trying. So I'm going to start with passive income. As you say, say earlier, you know, there's no difference between manifesting a million dollars versus manifesting a good night's sleep or a cup of coffee. So in that same token, there is no additional difference to manifesting passive income. So how, how did you do it? And how can uh, somebody else look into this? I think I was one of the first ones in Norway. I remember to to um, understand this concept that um, there are other ways of making an income. It's, it was still a mindset thing. Uh, it's it's always a mindset thing. Well, as an example, I think I can start with Shopify. Um, as you know, I have been. I I don't know if I'm still the only Shopify expert in Norway, but I was at least one of the first, and I've been the only one for years. And uh, it became one of my main income sources. You know, at one point I had about $1,000 from Shopify every month without doing anything. So I wanted to mention that because, you know, some people say that passive income doesn't exist. But I can say that uh, to me, it seems like true passive income exists. This is one of them. I'm not lifting a finger to get paid from Shopify two times every month. You know, as Shopify experts, we get, uh, and partners, we get paid 
uh, two times a month. They made a change, of course, a few years ago when that kind of pissed me off a little bit. I wrote them an email about that, but they never replied, which is pretty sad. They decided to to cut our merchant fee income based on what the store sells, which I find really strange because it was a huge incentive for us experts to actually spend extra time for all the clients to make sure they did well. So as an example, though, yeah, Shopify is one one of my income streams. Um, and I usually share what I uh, what I make in different ways. Um, right now, even though I'm focusing less on Shopify, they pay me about $500 monthly for doing nothing. If I turn on my Shopify expert profile, I get flooded with work, so I can't do that. The second thing is, as a web designer, it's pretty easy to generate at least semi-passive income. What I do is to make sure that when I connect with new clients, I get them on a maintenance plan. That's how easy it is. The third thing I have decided to do, and I'm sure many people on this listening to this show today understand how nasty it can be with some clients just sucking you for energy and time. I stopped doing that, and I told my followers of clients that from now, you don't expect me to even reply to your emails. I'm not just a free, I'm not just a free, your free support channel. If you want me to reply and help you out with questions and answers and advice, sign up to this um, access plan. It's just $35 monthly, but having a few of those generate also semi-passive income. Those are the main things that I have now. I think. So sign up for the access. Is that the same thing as the uh, maintenance plan? No, it's two different. Uh, it's, okay. it's two different services. Yeah. Okay. Some clients are just on on having me um, um, available for them, and you know I don't always hear from them, but they like to have me as the source of advice and tip and short updates. The second thing is WordPress maintenance. This is great because I can. Uh, I, I can bring in, I guess, a, a mindset shift that I think is important here. So um, even speaking from my own experience as a freelancer, um, what I found is the the early phases of you know being a freelancer and being a trusted professional for others puts most of the leverage on the client side and not the freelancer side. Um, if a client asks a question and happens to be at midnight, I'm like, well, you know, this is the first, this is my, my first couple of clients, I'm, I'm going to do it. And so I think um, over time, it's important to take more um, firm positions, which is, you know, how do I, my time is more valuable. You need to understand this. So um, I, I'd like to hear about maybe the chronology of that. So when, you know, when you were first starting out, was the leverage more on the customer side or the client side? And, and how are you able to get to the position that you have now? And like, what were some of the major turning points that allowed you to be more firm with your, uh, with your clients? Yeah, I love this topic. It's super interesting because of what I teach in my coaching too now. As you know, we talked about that I do more coaching with people who want to learn web design and have an income. And this is one of the most important topics. So uh, it's two things. It's pretty simple. It's two things. It's your skills and it's your confidence. So of course, when you uh, when you start out, you uh, you bow down and you lay flat for any client you can get. Hail the client. <laughs> So how did that change for me? This it's not like that now for me. So what I usually tell people, I don't want to swear too much, but I tell people, fuck your client because the client is not always right. That's an old, that was from the 1800s. The client is not always right because they're going to run you over. 
you are usually always right because the, and that's why they come to you in the first place. You're the one with the knowledge. But like you said earlier in the previous segment, is it's about balance. As soon as you start to grow your uh, knowledge and your skills, and you know what you can do for the client and deliver, uh, you become more and more valuable, which makes you more comfortable, you know, and confident. That starts gradually to put the weight more over to your benefit and your side. And the funny thing is that there would be less clients that can screw you over, but there would be more clients that just love you more and more because, and, and clients love me. I can be pretty rough with my clients. I have clients that told them you suck. But the thing is that I think I have um, kind of developed probably my 17 years of martial arts of training people. I mix in my attitude but it, they, they kind of feel it's in a loving way. I really care for my clients. That's the thing. I always over-deliver. I always care. And it puts me in a position that I can actually tell them pretty straightforward how things should be, basically. And it gives me a lot of power, but I'm not misusing it. So that's I think that's... Um, so skills and confidence, which gradually will put the weight over to you, and you will have more control of your business, and you can charge higher rates. One thing that we uh, also uh, talked about prior to recording was I think there was an element of this that you wanted to uh, show us. So I think this is the the, the right time to pull up the screen share. Uh, you have to forgive me. I, um, I lost track of exactly what it was we wanted to do by way of screen share, but this is as good a time as any if you want to pull it up for us. Yeah, I can do that. So I just want to recap, recap why I want to show this thing. Um, and um, <laughs> I hope by the time this episode comes out, this site is done. What I'm showing you now is not, uh, finished sure well worst case scenario we'll cut it out but yeah. okay yeah i take i take my mindset and understanding my spiritual being in my life and my career seriously it's always a blending and what i've seen joseph is like more people like you have approached me especially the last year it's people that have an awakened mindset they struggle to fit into the system basically the norms of society and that includes having a nine-to-five job so i have you know, been focusing more on helping people how to do that. How do you claim your freedom? We need to change the mindset and we usually need to find a new income. And I had a tribe of followers and then are with me for a monthly membership. And I was, I want to build that community. And this is the site that I want to share with you guys now. We call this uh, the Creators Tribe. It's basically going to be the new hub for awake and aware people because we are actually entering like a right here we're entering a new reality things are shifting drastically things are becoming more positive even though it seems like everything is falling apart right now but this is the um, this is the site that i'm working on right now i'm actually testing a new builder for it um this will be in place to welcome people like us people with an aware mind mindset that want to claim their freedom and create their own reality and maybe even make a new income. So I just want to show you guys this because it's um, more and more people are now signing up to my main two websites. It's to improve your confidence. The other one is for people who want to learn web design and make an income. So, so thanks for letting me show you guys this. Um, many people are asking for it. So that's what we're trying to do here now. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to, to to see that it's underway uh, because that is certainly something that I have uh, encountered a, a great deal of, which is when people, how do I how do I put this in a 
in a unique way. When people unplug from the matrix, one of the things that the system does is isolate those people who are unplugged and makes them feel alone, makes them feel like their their mindset is uh, is false and that they are not adhering to the the correct structure. And, and it can feel very, very lonely. And then anytime that somebody encounters um, you know, an online community, there's a great deal of doubt as to whether or not that community is legit or is it just run by Russian bots. Yeah. That, that certainly <laughs> went, through, went through my mindset. And what I think is happening is it's very rare for someone to want to re-plug back in. Once a person understands the, the truth, they realize the cost-benefit analysis of what they're going to gain by uh, you know returning to the system versus what they're going to lose is um, for most people irreconcilable. Once in a while, you have somebody who wants to plug back in, and even I've been, <laughs> I've I've been tempted to do that sometimes because ignorance is bliss. It, it does it does feel good to be to be ignorant, but but you still have the awareness. A lot of yeah. it is just remembering the the importance of long term decision making and not just short term decision making. Is you know the 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 pain or the suffering that we go through is. Is a, is a necessary burden that we have to carry so that we get to the, the better point and down the line. And then we get to that point. And, and this is, so we're, you know, coming back into the spiritual side, I do relate some of this to, you know, the, the grand creation, that which made all. And what I think is, is happening is there's this attempt to actually create more space between the beginning and the, and the destination. The, des- the destination is everything re- reunites back into one creation and it's all over. And what I, I think we're trying to do is actually create more time between those points because it's the journey that we're here for in the first place. So whomsoever happens to come up with the idea that creates the most amount of time for us to, to live and have new experiences, uh, future lives, even graduating to higher uh, dimensions, is the correct mindset. It's about, no, we're not trying to finish this. We're actually trying to prolong the end as much as possible. I can tell you, Joseph, time is have been the most complex thing for me to understand with all the stuff we've been going through. So, but we are here for the process. Like I said, I mean, in the beginning, uh, nobody can uh, expect the soul to be fully developed in one lifetime. So, and um, the hardest thing is to understand that when you said that you can foresee the future because could be because you have decided and you have visualized, but it's because it's there now. That's what I think. And that's what I've been, I've been having the future images coming up. It's because it's happening right now. There is no time. So how do we move faster? I don't know. <laughs> Relax and trust the process at least. So Now that Shopify has upgraded to version 2.0, we needed to make sure we were up to speed. So we've released version 4.0 to ensure that we're 100% equipped to take advantage of the 2.0 revolution. If you haven't upgraded your store, head on over. And if you haven't gotten started, now's as good time as any. This question just came to my mind in the interest of, say, somebody in our audience who might be a skeptic. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they're they're here to find out how to optimize their, their Facebook ads. And Please, please understand, people, that in e-commerce we are going all over the galaxy, and we're just trying to collect all the information that we can. And and I and I and I really appreciate what we're talking about today. But I want to be fair to the people who might be more skeptical. Is what would you say to somebody who doesn't buy into this and is probably somebody who perhaps watches the news on a routine basis? Um, what would be the initial position for them to perhaps reconsider their point of view? Well, you know, everything is still a choice. Uh, there's nothing you have to do on this planet. But uh, the thing is that if you 
reach a certain level of awareness and you know that you choose the most more heavy and negative and not so positive uh, way of life, maybe, which, I mean, there is, there's the reason why there's a silent depression in the States and in Norway too. Norway is a rich country, but it doesn't mean that everyone is happy. It's because they try to fit in, but the system is not working so well. And, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, um, but you get what you ask for. So I think if you get to a certain um, awareness point and you know that you think it's better to stick with the old ways, um, don't complain when things get hard and rough. The other thing is that you, you always carry the choice with you. When the days come that things suck and you, or, or you suddenly get an enlightened idea, which usually comes sooner or later, you have the decision to choose right now, which in that moment creates a new timeline for you actually and a new outcome. So just to understand there's nothing you have to do. There's no punishment from the universe or any God source or whatever. You can choose exactly what you want. That's the thing. It's the freedom. It's the, it's the free will thing. And and I do, and I think the, the the beauty of a lot of the practices on that technical level are things that people should just be doing anyways. Meditation is a great thing to do no matter what your belief system is. Eating healthy is a great thing to do no matter what your belief system is. Exercise is a great thing to do even if somebody is very much so um, enmeshed in in a nine to five structure. And I have my my position in the past, and uh, and I have no issue at bringing it up here is that I do recognize that not everybody has the liberty to. Uh, exit that. Perhaps there's people who depend on them. Uh, I, I wouldn't say this as a negative, but I think it's a fair characteristic of the e-commerce entrepreneur space is that entrepreneurs tend to, but not always, um, be uh, entirely self-reliant. So, you know, we do, I do talk to some people once in a while, you know, they have, uh, they have families, they have children, but it doesn't come up as often. So that is a fair characteristic of the e-commerce space. So, so a lot of people in, in, in a structured environment, they're just, well, they're just going to have to make do because they have to there are other people who are who are depending on them, uh, kids or, or or elders or something along those lines, and but even so, still finding time after you know they're finished work, putting an hour, putting in thirty minutes a day to start working on a, on a side project can end up blossoming into something that's um, uh, far more, uh, I think, um, fulfilling in, in in the long run, far more freeing in the long run. So, uh, I think everybody has the opportunity to do it. And I take a lot of pride in feeling like I get to be part of the solution <laughs> and not part of the problem. Um, and so, you know, I'm I'm honored to be able to do my part. But as uh, as uh, as I agree with you, is it is a, it is a choice at the end of the day. So, um, the the start with the simple things is the, my my bottom line. Um, if you're not meditating, try it. it. Takes you can meditate for 30 seconds. You can meditate for a minute. It it doesn't take much time to to at least give it a shot. I would say um, also just to please allow your drama drama queen brain to um, some time to slow down uh, because it's you remember the default setting for most people is constant input. It takes time to slow down the mind. Um, yes, Terry, the YouTubers, one of the guys there, he was really struggling. The big YouTube channel, pretty cool guys doing uh, exploring uh, crazy stuff. He tried. Um, meditation for was it 1000 days and he really struggled in the beginning until the mind finally gives in but i want to say that i think uh, joseph you have a, a really great mix here when we talk about our business and our minds because we can't deny that we we are humans in a body that have a mind and i guess most of us can agree that there's 
might be a soul. I guess we know that now, even by research, actually, that's been done that most people don't know about. But so, so it's a great mix to talk about these things because I, I expect everyone listening to this listen because they want to improve their business. And balance, like you mentioned, is just super important. Trust the process, relax, and there will be more balance. With your, with your life coaching, um, just for first, just to, I guess, um, uh, make sure I understand the, uh, the purpose of it. Is it strictly speaking about the self-development or is it also in relation to helping people build their businesses? I think I mentioned this last time did I, on the call, how much struggle I have had the last years to figure out how the hell I can combine this and send out the message. Mm, I, I, thinking, I don't know. I, mean, I, I think we <laughs> talked about, I, if I'm being honest, I, <laughs> I interview so many uh, people in the week. The bucket I'm is constantly sure. overflowing. So, you know, but I am trying. Yeah. Well, I've been on a few podcast um, interviews and uh, they usually touch on the same topics, you know, so I mix them up. But um, I was thinking to myself, I mean, I, I, I'm not the only one out there that are spiritually aware and like to take care of my body and mind. And I want to have my own business. How the hell do you help those people? And, you know, a few years ago, my main website, motionfact.com, had both of them in one bulk. And it's just not working. It's hard to, I mean, I could do it, but with so much focus on my web design stuff and the coaching around that, I have to have that as a separate camp because it needs to be focused. For people who also want to you know, improve their minds and understand their metaphysical ex- existence, that needs to be the other tribe. So it's been hard for me, actually. This is where I am now. <laughs> it's a rather um, distinctive challenge because I, uh, I I completely agree with the necessary uh, logic behind be- being in the proper state of mind to understand what uh, business we want we want to conduct. But they are disparate. Um, you, you, uh, and again, I can only be so self aware so many times. But even in the idea of starting this podcast up, it's it was about how people can, can drop ship and, and run Facebook ads. And I've, it's, it's, become, it's become a mantra at this point. And so I would never in a million years expected to be able to connect on, uh, on a spiritual level. So uh, I'm happy to do that. But I recognize that we, you do have two different um, uh, pillars and, and they're are, there are lateral from one another. I, I guess one, one way that I could ask this is, have you noticed uh, crossovers? Have you noticed by any chance that there are people who... Um, uh, visit you from one source, probably because you had mentioned it, or maybe there's a, a backlink somewhere they had crossed over into the other side. Um, are, are you have you been able to pick up on any um, trends or patterns based off um, where people arrive on the funnel? Um, yeah, I have, um, and I see that um, I'm, I'm using Encharge now. By the way, I moved over to Encharge Dial for email delivery, and uh, I keep them in two tribes. Uh, but I do see people in both groups now. And I, it seems like um, most people are coming from the mindset stuff over to web design. And that's what I, that's the example again, is people like us who are looking for ways to have freedom. And they visualize that maybe sitting home and ordering on a coffee shop with a laptop that I already have, make websites, can give me some income. Uh, I think it's mostly that way. People are looking specifically for web design. I don't think they suddenly get eureka. I need to change my mindset to make this work. But I do see that many of them are also open for that. And I mean, I wanted to say that the bottom line is that we are a spiritual entity having a human experience. How you want to unfold this and play this out on this planet is um, is up to you. But we're still a spiritual being. 
no, some care about it, some don't, but it's still the truth. We're more than just a, a meathead. One thing that I was wondering about is through your through your coaching and through your um, uh, the, the the tribe mentoring and then the group calls because uh, I because I was looking into the website uh, in in prep for this and I saw that like you know these are group calls that you have, so. I'm wondering if anybody has allowed you to find the to 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 realize something if they've if taught taught you something, and I don't mean in the absolute pragmatic sense where they like actually give you a tip or a pointer, but in asking you a question in your own exploration of the thought process, something had had come to you. I have because I have a lot of conversations with people just out here in the last year uh, or last month. I think I mentioned last on our last call that. With my focus on leveling up my energy after my um, I lost my girl, um, I had to do that. Changed um, how I radiate energy, uh, which had given me access to a lot of people, just strangers even approaching me. And um, some of those conversations, um, I have a way of having people opening up a lot and share details. And that gives me some really interesting moments of insights. In that, so that's the way I actually learn from other people. I listen to the stories and I see examples of how things unfold, basically. So yeah, and and of course, some people give me some life advice, but you know, that's usually people that have had a good lifetime and a lot of experience. Um, and it's not too many of them. Most people are more listeners um, because of my, um, I, I don't know, the level I've reached with understanding things and also because our lives, you know, the story we have created, creates us. So, right, so I want to share um, another thought that I had with you. This was a realization that I had you know, like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. One of the things that I, that I appreciate about being in a, uh, in gaming communities is that it allows people to take on avatars and to explore their own um, thought process and their own decision-making process in an environment where they're not going to get blown to pieces. You'll learn a lot about somebody based off, say, their play style. Are they defensive? Are they balanced? Are they aggressive? Uh, I'm, I'm a defensive type. So, and, I, and, I, and I learned that through not just playing one game, but through playing multiple ones and seeing what it is that worked well for me, what came more naturally to me. So there's that. And then another part of it, which is uh, interesting, is the ability to rename yourself and give yourself a tag. So I went through a couple of different uh, you know, nicknames and tags. Until I notice something, everybody who's named Joseph, they will cut themselves down to Joe. No, they'll, they'll go with Joe, and then the other half of it just disappears. I thought, well, you know what? I sound. I like the sound of Seth. So I, I did the opposite. I took Seth and it cut out the the Joe part. And so now I use that as my tag. And the more that I thought about it, the more I've started to see a a graduated, almost like higher dimensional version of myself. Like I'm starting to build the avatar that I'm expecting to be. Um, <laughs> and of course, being the, being the nerd that I am, like uh, we wear a red robe, probably specialize as a conjurer. I think I want to learn invisibility. All, and, all of these, and, and all of these things are the result of actually taking my name, cutting it in half, and coming up with a more condensed version of myself. I don't, I mean, John's pretty short as is, so I don't know if everybody has the luxury of something as literal as like cutting the name in half. But what I'm wondering is if you have ever had a vision of how you might manifest in higher dimensions and what would be you in a more distilled, condensed, but in other ways, a heightened 
an enhanced version of yourself? Yeah, both of them actually. That was a super interesting question and topic. And I, I think I need to make sure I cover two things here. Um, first of all, your experience with this is a super great example. What you're basically doing there and what many people are doing is they're playing out their highest dreams of themselves in a safe environment. It's a hologram. That's, that's why people are all sometimes are attracted to that. It's, you know, it's rare that I see people call themselves assholes and create avatars that look like shit. If you have a game that you can do that, you built up a super awesome character with a cool name. And I'm wondering why Seth would be a name for you, for example. And um, you become the dream version of you. That's really the true you. That's the thing. But you're not playing it out in real life. You're just acting it. And basically, it's uh, if you could take that next step and put it into real life, you're, you're basically use the game as a manifesting platform. It's the closest you can take it out from the mental hologram, the invisible field of all that is, of infinite possibilities. Take it out from that mental hologram, the visualization, maybe from a meditation. You put it into a game. You can actually play around in a, in a visual hologram. You can see. But what if you took that out and put it into, um, into real life? Maybe you don't want to dress up and all that and change your name. But there's some qualities in that character that you represent. It's part of your body and energy body signature. So that's an example. Um, but just to clarify, I definitely yeah. want to change my name and dress up in my red robe. <laughs> <laughs> some people do. And yeah. they get to live it out. Yeah. So, uh, and th I think that's cool. Uh, and you get kind of, you get to see who is who. Well, the second question, um, and I, you know, I just have to be honest and say what I've seen. For some people, it sounds uh, freaky and weird, but um, um, we're all freaks on this planet, uh, basically. So there's a couple of things I've seen. I, I could say that I've seen an avatar like you. And the strange thing is, there's two things I want to mention, two stories. One, one strange thing happened in Norway one time when I was offered to join a group regression therapy session, which is basically about going back in time and even back to a previous life. There are techniques for that. Um, I'm all into that kind of stuff, and I you know, studied a lot of, of the stories and books, but I have no expectations from this evening. But suddenly, uh, intense mental images came up from a life with a guy that was called Nicholas. I saw everything. I saw the ages. He was close to being that avatar. He was a tall, handsome guy, strong, uh, medieval times, really nice dressed, but he had almost no friends. He had no family, and he was a protector of a village. And he, he died at 86. I saw the death and everything. So I don't have to mention all details. It's not relevant, really, but that was one example. But the, the greatest and, and kind of the divine version of myself, which I sometimes wonder is coming from, is like being an earth angel, which I know a lot of people relate to. And I've had a few dreams at times that have been so powerful that it gives me goosebumps still. And I wonder if it's sometimes I, I, the reason I pick up stuff like this, sometimes without thinking, I perceive myself as having wings, huge wings. Um, I'm also, I, it came to me last year, no, in 2019, when, when uh, the, the first time I, I changed the hair color to, to bleach it out, just as uh, to change my character. I was wondering if that's subconsciously part of it. 
But I had a dream with a friend of mine in, uh, one time, um, a guy that I do film production with in Norway. He was drowning in a river below a big uh, bridge. And I descended down from the heavens with some huge, I was myself, but I had some intense wings. They were so damn big, Joseph, that you, you could, I would break the whole apartment here. But I was flapping down and I grabbed him and I was just about to wake up, but it was so intense, so strong. And I lifted him up and put him on the ground and I woke up. And that's what I remember. Who is that? I don't know. I'm so glad I asked the question. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, but I know more people have these thoughts in their heads, but people usually don't dare to mention them. This isn't the kind of thing I, I don't get to do uh, every time, but I'm glad that I, that I got to do it at, at least once, uh, once a blue moon. And that has been um, just over an hour. So, uh, so with that, John, I'm going to let you have the floor one more time in case you wanted to wrap up any of the threads or if there was any other thoughts you wanted to conclude with. I just wanted to make sure you had that opportunity. And then uh, I'm going to let you go because I have some questions that I cannot ask uh, live on the air. <laughs> Behind the scenes, yeah. yeah. Yes, there's one thing. Um, I wanted to talk to, to the business people here and all new freelancers and digital nomads. The mindset's going to change everything. For you and uh, if you consider some of the ideas around manifesting and start to understand the power of the mind <clears throat> your business is going to change i've had two coaching calls previously today which i'm going to display in a video later on this website i just show you guys the story with her it's been three years from going from a shithole to having her own business that's how powerful it can be so the mic keep listening to stuff like this uh, and and things will be fine and and i and i want to back you up on that as well um you know to to my audience and whomsoever uh, happens to come across this is if you don't think this kind of thing is is, is valuable uh i i hope that at least some of the the simple techniques will will get you on your way because as we say when people come to this realization they don't go back and once you come to that realization, you might not even come into it in this life. It might take a couple more lives down the line, but you will come to it. So um, for, for anybody who is, you know, uh, they have questions, um, John here would be a great person to reach out to. I'd be more than happy to to pitch in as well. So you, you're always welcome to email podcast at debutify.com. So just let, uh, just let me know uh, what you think about it. And also, if you want us to do um, uh, more content like this uh, once in a while. I certainly would like to. Um, I think it's what I find interesting about it is in in keeping with the theme of predestination and fate is I'm noticing these conversations always come up when I need them to. It's always like if I just need some calibration, I end up having a conversation that helps me calibrate. So um, that's my my friends on that. It's better than living and just plain hope. Hope that one day universe will serve you. You are in control. So with that, just uh, take us through once more your your web presence, and so that people can uh, uh, look into you and reach out to you if they're so inclined. Yeah. So for social channels, I don't use much other than Instagram right now. Uh, I'll be find there. I'll be found there. You will probably provide a link. I got two main websites. MotionEffect.com is some more the mindset stuff. I'm focusing on reality shift. Make people really change their reality and timeline. And then me as a web designer is johnmack.pro. That's where I uh, do my client work and I will, go, I will be promoting my, my coaching program coming out. And uh, the last f- fresh hot from the press that I showed you today is creatorstribe.one. That's where the community will be. 
dot one. I, I like that, the oneness and, and unity of all things. Okay. All right. So to my audience, as always, it is an honor and a privilege to be able to collect this information and share it to all of you. So I, I for one, am, am grateful for the, the hour that I got to spend um, with you, John, today. So uh, thank you so much. Um, and to my audience, thank you all for your participation. And with that, take care. And we will check in soon. Thanks for listening. You might have found this show on many number of platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or right here on Debutify. Whatever the case, if you enjoy this content and want to help us thrive, please take a few moments to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you think is best. We also want to hear from you. So whether you think you'd be a good guest or want to weigh in on anything related to our show, you can email podcast at Debutify.com. Or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Finally, this podcast is created by the passionate team at Debutify. If you're ready to take the plunge into e-commerce or are looking to up your game, head over to Debutify.com and see how it can change your life and the lives of many through what you do next. <laughs>